I will now weave the most beautiful tale of DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders. Boo. Boo. Hey, I, I try my best. I try Michael my Goldster best here. Michael was better. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dragon Academy Dropouts. This is your weekly dive into the DreamWorks Dragons universe. Welcome back for another week of Dragons Chat. I'm here with Brooke, Max, and Caitlin. And it's going to be not as exciting as last week because Michael Goldstrom isn't with us. And I miss him already. Come back to us. No, but for real, that was like the most fun I've had in years. And he is so nice and cool. So it was was amazing to have him on the show. He was so great. Honestly, like we planned on having a half hour episode like usual and it just... Just kept he is going as long-winded as Trader Johan. <laughs> as he should be, though, because he has so much to say. It's great. Absolutely. Definitely. What do you think? Best episode ever? Oh, yeah. Hands down. So how Easily. are we going to follow that? Mm-hmm. We're going to follow not. that with some terror mail. We've got some messages from you guys. Some of them serious, some of them not. And then Max is going to talk to us a little bit about something big that went down mere hours before we got to talk to Michael. So it wasn't like we could discuss it right away. We've kind of been sitting on it. So shall we jump into it? I'm ready. Let's do it. it. Tara mail. All right. Our first mail is from an old friend. What's up? Kay, how to train your dragon fan. We love hearing from you. They said, hey, Vikings and dragon. I can't wait to hear your thoughts and reactions on season six. This message came in like right before or right after we recorded our season six review. So we didn't get to it, but we're going to get to it now. Hey, how are you doing? Back to her message. I was blown away at the end and the battles. It was so intense. What did you think of the Hickstrid argument? Do you think when Astrid gave back her necklace to Hiccup, they broke up for a little bit and made up? Did you like the Mia Morwing episode? And what were your reactions to the kiss at the end? I'm excited for you guys to talk about it soon. Kay, how to train your dragon fan. I realized after we did our episode, we barely talked about the Hickstrid at all. So who are we? we? I mean, why why even talk about them? Not like they're important. We mentioned it a little bit, but because it could have been a whole episode and we didn't have time for that. But now we do. Like low-key about to become a whole episode. We so. got distracted by Dagger's whole situation. I think it just took our <laughs> attention away from it. And Johan. Yeah. I think we were just distracted in general. A lot happened in this season. And Hickstrid was definitely like a big part. But Certainly. I mean, you're going to get some Hickstrid content since they're officially an item now. I, the rest of it was all kind of a surprise. I mean, so certainly I they were. Just, a big we were just part. a little distracted. Yeah. But, but were they as big as, as Malatali? No, I don't know about that. Malatali mm-hmm. should have been a big part. That's, That's a, a whole, whole other episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll go first on this. Um, I really enjoyed Mew Morwing. If you follow me on Tumblr, you saw me make a bunch of really stupid, inappropriate memes about it. So <laughs> I was kind of invested in it. And it's probably the episode that I've rewatched the most since it's been over. And I thought it was really interesting to watch the fight just because that's not really something we've gotten from the show. I feel like conflict was one thing that 
I wanted more of all throughout the series. They've had all these moments. They could have worked it in, but they didn't because ultimately the show is why seven and I don't run it. So it's not my place to tell them what they should do. But it was entertaining to see that. And no, I don't think they broke up. I think they just had a disagreement, but it was entertaining. I feel like they definitely broke up for just a little bit of time, which is kind of... You think so? Yeah. She like did the equivalent of giving back her engagement ring. Like that, that was a, that was a little bit of a breakup, but I think that's a good thing because I mean, Hiccup and Astrid in how to train your dragon Two are so solid. They're so strong as a couple, like supporting each other without thinking about it. Just the way they are around each other is like, just have it. And we really haven't seen them get anywhere close to that in the show up until this season. It's been like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm blushing. What else, what else is going on? Oh my God, do you like me? <laughs> but this season, they're actually like dealing with actual adult emotions. They're, you know, figuring out how they fit with each other and in each other's lives. And so I think the fact that they had this little bit of a breakup was kind of awesome because it gives us development behind that rock solid relationship that they present in the movie. Yeah. And, and in this season, they blushed so much, or at least Astrid did. There was did. so much blushing. That was intense. <laughs> um, so intense. No, I, I agree with, with Sarah. I really wanted to see some hickstered angst. I wanted to see them kind of work through their relationship and not have it be all, you know, like, and butterflies and it's all perfect so it, it was nice to see them kind of step back and um look at where they were in their relationship and I really liked that it was Astrid doing it like it was from her perspective you know she was kind of like well I don't really know if he's all in and um I'm kind of on the fence if they broke up like she threw back her necklace but I feel like that was maybe just like a heat in the moment thing so I don't know yeah I was kind of leaning toward it being just a heat of the moment thing too it was a very very effective expression of the emotions that she was feeling and I'm glad that they kind of got into her perspective on this because I saw someone bring this up and I feel like it's a really good point that in this relationship if you stay together you're moving in one direction and that is you are going to be married to someone who is the most powerful person on the island and you are going to have your own responsibilities. It's like being the first lady, basically. Like, you know that you are never going to have the access and the attention to the person that you love. And often you are going to come second or third or fourth to whatever responsibilities that they have. So seeing her kind of deal with that early, like not when they would get married, but see her deal with that now and they're kind of young and kind of struggling with that would make more sense now as opposed to having it be something later on. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm personally looking forward to seeing how Hiccup deals with being second and, and being Brooke's first lady. Um, that's that's going to be interesting. <laughs> you know, how when, when Astra's getting all this attention, when she's getting things she's getting things done and Hiccup has to figure out what it's like, you know, being second in command yet again. So that's, I think it's helpful I, for him. I really liked with the fight that it was Astrid who was insecure about the relationship because Hiccup wasn't very attentive. I feel like all of the, like after the first movie, I feel like a lot of what I saw in 
you know, fandom and I've, I've never been in as deep as the rest of you, but just from a cursory look, a lot of what I saw was the opposite. It was, you know, Oh, Astrid, she's this, you know, stone cold badass. And, you know, she doesn't have time for silly emotions. And it was like hiccup feeling neglected. I like that it was flipped the other way because I think it, I don't know, it felt a lot more um, realistic to the characters that Astrid would start to feel a little bit like maybe Hiccup wasn't in it 100% because he's being pulled in so many other directions. I like that you said you had a cursory look. You have a podcast. I don't know how how deep you have to be. I was talking about <laughs> after the first movie. I'm obviously a little bit deeper now, but yeah, after I the think first so. movie came out, that was a, quite a while ago. And I was not in the How to Train Your Dragon fandom at that point. I just really liked the movie. Anyway, I think I think one of my favorite parts about uh, me Amor Wing, besides the pun, which I just good, it's good, good already, quality, good already. Quality I knew when I saw that I was like, this is going to be one of the best episodes, and I was right because of the pun. I love that Netflix uh, allegedly blacklisted it because um, <laughs> you know put those additional parental controls required. Um, pins from from people to make sure that their parents signed on to you know show them me a morwing. Um, definitely it worth it. That that's real. Not confirmed, but I really but hope, I hope it so. is. I hope it that's is. That's hilarious. It's probably all that explicit scrap metal content that did it. That's that's why <laughs> oh my we all know it. I liked the angst that we got to see in this episode, but just like the humor that came out of some of that delivery of, you know, Astro trying to get his attention and Hiccup being like, oh, it's been in front of me the whole time. The Dragon Islands, <laughs> like some of the delivery on those things and then the scrap metal line. Oh, perfect. So I think we've uh, pretty thoroughly answered that uh, terror mail. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> All right. Our next terror mail is from an anonymous fan. Um, and I can understand why they would ask this anonymously because I think it really, you know, it's a, it's a question that, let's be honest, uh, I think affects us all deeply. And so I just want to like take a serious moment here in a podcast that's usually filled with humor and joy um, to talk about this. Um, the, the question is, quote, why did you betray Hiccup and the rest of Burke, question mark, end quote. Um, your thoughts? My first thought was, oops, I didn't mean to, sorry. My second thought was, oh, this is probably a late question for Michael Goldstrom. <laughs> My first thought was similar to your first thought, but it was, I did it for the vine. Ooh, Ooh. good one. I don't really have anything. Brooke hasn't betrayed Burke. Why did you? She's too good. Hiccup and the rest of Burke. I could never betray Hiccup. I don't think I could betray him. Either. I couldn't betray him. Now I could betray the rest of Burke, but not could Hiccup. You? Not Hiccup. Maybe, but not never Hiccup. Anyway, I think All we've right. covered Did that. We beat that one got that one. We got it. <laughs> yep. Time to move on. Okay. All right. Our next question is also from an anonymous user. And that question is, and I quote, did you ever thaw, end quote. Now, this one, again, probably was meant for um, Trader Johan, but just in case it wasn't, since we didn't really get any context clues with it, I thought the 
Anon might be referring to the thick sheet of ice that surrounds my heart, in which case, no, it has not thawed and it will never thaw. Mm. I just thought it was because I'm, I'm always freezing. Like I'm always wearing a sweater. Like I'm wearing like four layers right now. So <sighs> technically I'm frozen and I have not thawed yet. Thanks for asking though, Anon. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice of you. If this question is relating to the fact that my toes are currently purple, um, it's a circulation problem. And thank you for asking, but no, they will never thaw. I mean, my name has ice in it. So I guess it's that's it for me. Okay, my life so is we're ice. all a no. Dragons are never going to thaw. Sorry. Which is the dragon um, that is in the ice? The scroll? No yeah. Way. Oh, you meant in the ice. Never mind. Maybe, maybe, like oh, oh, maybe the dragon. snow wraith froze the skrill or maybe it was the bewilder beast that froze the skrill because it's like, can't handle this one. This one's crazy. Did the snow wraith show up to the final melee, like big battle at the end of the season? Ooh, that's a good question. I got to go back and watch that. I was so pumped when I saw Screaming Death, like just. <gasps> Me too. All right, we've got one more super serious team mail. Brooke, take it yeah, away. Yeah, we do. So this one might take a while to answer. Um, it's going to take a while to, to just even say it, I think. It's, yeah, this go could ahead. be like a whole other, a whole other episode. Um, so this is another anonymous submission. And their question is, what is this? <laughs> Friend. Good question. <laughs> Good question. What is this? I mean, if this is the first episode you're listening to, <laughs> so this is a decent question because mm-hmm. Max invited the users on Berg's Grapevine, hello BG, to submit questions to Trader Johan. And in the article, never stated what Dragon Academy dropouts was. <laughs> so if you are coming here and you're like, what the hell is this? That's a decent question. It is. I mean... So- I mean, if you all out of Dragon Academy, if you all could figure out a podcast. all those those uh, clues for uh, rescue riders, and you certainly could have figured out what this is. But good question. I think at a deeper level, what is this really? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's given me a little bit of like existential dread. <laughs> Just a touch. What is this? Why is this? What am I? What am I doing here? What is this? What is this? Why are we here? How did we get here? Somebody answer this for us. This is basically a podcast where a bunch of grown adults talk about dragons. There, I said it. Pretty much shit. I mean, what else is there to talk about? Adulthood is boring. (laughs) Truth. But you know, it's not boring. The vine wing. That's the story that he's going to tell us today. Yes. Yeah. true. Indeed. So you made a discovery last week that got people a buzzin' because there were whispers and rumors about content beyond Race to the Edge in the DreamWorks TV franchise. And there was breaking news about it. So Max, give us the scoop. What happened? Ah, yes. Indeed. Uh, Thank you, Master Hiccup. I will now weave the most beautiful tale 
of of DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders. So boo. Boo. Hey, I, I try my best. I try Michael my Goldstrom best. Michael Goldstrom was better. Get off the stage. No, just kidding. Go on. So mean. I, I do my best. I'm no voice actor. When you try your best, but you, <laughs> but you don't, don't succeed. Hey, I, I, I was like, hey, give me the role of chicken. I can totally play chicken. But you know what? They gave the role of chicken to someone else. Can you believe it? Yes. To be fair, she's way more qualified to play <laughs> a chicken or any other character. But still, I'm very upset. Also, just as a side note, mad props to all of the voice actors who play non-human characters because that's pretty awesome. And to make such a recognizable character that's not speaking any English or any language at all, that's pretty cool. Seriously. I mean, chicken talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was still more qualified for the role than you. Way more qualified. Way more qualified. Anyway, back on topic. Back on topic. Rescue writers, go. So... It turns out there is a television series. Is it Riders of Burke? No, it's not. That one's done. Is it Defenders of Burke? No, also done. Is it Race to the Edge? I mean, it could be Race to the Edge, but I think that one's done too. No, it's called DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders, or at least we think it's called that. Really, who knows anything? Who knows anything in this complicated, unusual world? But... um. If you look at trademarks... So that's a lot of existential dread for this episode. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we started out with a discussion of what is this. So I'm just continuing where where it leads us. Rescue Riders. Maybe a TV show. If you look at DreamWorks trademarks, and I'm, I am I am right now, it says, well, they, they trademark many, many things related to DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders, which to me indicates that they're pretty serious about this rescue riders thing. But one of them is for a TV show. Uh, weirdly enough, when you look at the trademark, because trademarks are old, it's under the category of, wait, what category is it? It's like science, science. Oh, here it is. Education, entertainment, sporting and cultural activities. So that's that's what we're, we're going to be educated. This, this is going to be entertainment and there'll be sports. I'm not sure how much trademarks can tell you about what's going to be in a TV series, but it does say TV series. So there you go. That's what I found. And then I found a lot of other people who were referencing it. So that to me seems to suggest there may be a, another television show. So. so what is it about these things that you found that made you say, okay, here's something substantial that I feel comfortable reporting as opposed to, oh, this is a rumor that someone put online like what made this legitimate enough for you to go hey Indeed. i'm going to put this on Berg's grapevine this is this is a good question and i think deep down we all realize how the entire world is so um uncoordinated the fact that you know we've got like actors and animators and and all sorts of other people producers and writers all talking about this show what's the chance of that it's like it's like a conspiracy theory right like What's the chance of it? It seems like there may be something. So we've got we've got um, uh, an Emmy Award winning and writer and producer saying a little bit about it. We've got um, uh, an actor who played uh, Doctor Cox on Scrubs talking about it as well, saying they did a couple episodes. Um, we we have if you we have people who put it on their LinkedIn profile, which because I don't have a LinkedIn profile, I can't see it. Uh, <laughs> I should get on that. 
Icelandic eel. And it'll say that you're an actual actual dragon. dragon. Yeah, of course. What else? Very professional. Yeah, but no, it seems like there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on there that is very suspicious, and to me, it seems to suggest that there's something more than just DreamWorks going crazy trademarking things, which they do. So that's that's you know something to keep in mind. Um, another interesting thing that we've learned from this, potentially more related to the DreamWorks crazy trademarking things, is there will be merch. So if you look at this other trademark, Good. this other trademark says uh, DreamWorks Dragons Rescue Riders is going to be related to books, magazines, paper party decorations, party supplies, paper napkins, paper placemats, gift wrapping paper. It seems like it's a lot of paper. I was not expecting this much paper. Paper gift wrap, bows, tablecloths. Now I want a dragon's tablecloth. Party bags, wire-bound notebooks. So that's, I guess this is the paper trademark right there. Oh no, here's the one that I wanted to look at. Oh, where's the one that says games? Oh, so there's one that says games and toys. There's another one that says clothing and shirts. So uh, we 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 potentially might have a lot of different dragon-related things coming up. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to more merch. I think that's fun. Me too. So, so Max, when you were going through this whole process, the tip of the iceberg was checking um, trademarks, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I love check. I love and checking trademarks. Great stuff. Very fun. And then from there, it just kind of like. Like you said, you heard it here first. Max is a conspiracy theorist. It just, the pieces started falling into place from there. Yeah, I, I always, when when there is a possibility for a conspiracy, I instantly latch onto it and believe it. And this is no different. So you've told us about the things that we do know about the show. So we know there's trademarks. We know there's a title. We know there's some well-known and respected people who have mention something about it here or there. What do we not know? Well, I know something we don't know. Or do I? I don't know how to respond to that. That's literally the question she just asked you. Well, here are some things that we might not know whether we know. DreamWorks trademarked other things. Oh yeah, I'm going to break it right here. This news about dragons, which may not be about dragons because it doesn't you know, say anything about dragons in the trademark. So who knows? But they also trademarked three instances of something called the swift wing and three other instances of something called the relentless razor wing. Now, whether these are dragons or not, who knows? But certainly if it has a wing in the title, it's very suggestive. Just like my old favorite, the vine wing. Do it for the vine wing. (laughs) Exactly. Those do sound very dragon-esque. They definitely would fit in with the other dragons that we know about. Has DreamWorks ever trademarked any other dragons? Do you oh, know? Yeah, they they have um, a lot of the main dragons, uh, especially the ones from the films. One of the reasons that very early on, um, the, the first time we ever heard Stormfly as the name of Astrid's dragon was actually a trademark. Um, again, many <laughs> years ago when I was I was just... A, a young, a young actual dragon. I saw a young spring chicken. <laughs> young actual dragon. I saw Stormfly, and I saw I think Meatlug as well. Meatlug might have also been trademarked, and and I thought, well, huh, that's interesting because Stormfly is from the books, and where is Meatlug from? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't remember if Meat Luck is from the books or not, but Stormfly certainly is. And Stormfly is pretty well known. So I thought that's probably, you know, since Kamikaze is kind of Astrid, that's going to be Astrid's dragon. Uh, that was, I think, right before Gift of the Night Fury, right when that was being trademarked as well. So yeah, they've trademarked dragons. I think they have Cloud Jumper. Um, they've got a lot. Okay, cool. I don't, don't know much about the trademark process, like at all. So. I don't either. That's interesting. I know nothing. I do not think though they did not trademark. They did not trademark Bewilder Beast. So if you so have that's fair game, <laughs> if you have Bewilder Beast content that you want to sell or you want to, you know sell shirts and, and and toys and make a television series about something called Bewilderbeast, go ahead. They can't even sue you, except maybe they can, because I don't know anything about trademarks. But there you go. That's something that we know we may not know anything about. I think this is also a good time to mention the fact that just because people found things online about uh, rescue riders... And this possible new show that we have going on, that doesn't mean that we need to be contacting people and harassing people and asking them a ton of questions because NDAs are legit folks and don't be a jerk, basically. That's that's about We're it. We're never going to be able to tell you anything, so just don't even bother. <laughs> and Yeah, until there is a professional press release saying specifically that this is a thing, like, just don't even try. I mean, mine is like a non-professional press release. So that's something, but like still not from DreamWorks. Not even a press release, really. It's not a press release unless you end it with those like three uh, hash marks. Then, then it's an official press release. But if you don't do that, then it goes on forever. People think, Max, that you have these sources at DreamWorks, but you're just a dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm just with a Google. dude. Just an actual dragon. Just, just an actual dragon who loves to Google trademarks. Yep. So do you guys have any theories about what rescue riders could be? We had no so little right now that I feel like we're just kind of swinging. Swinging we wild and crazy We make up here. whatever we want. And people will believe us because we're in a position of power. It's good. Let's abuse it. Rescue riders are going to be um, a DreamWorks Disney crossover series yeah. where Whoa. the Chippendale Rescue Rangers go to Burke and discover dragons. And so obviously Chip and Dale are going to ride around on terrible terrors. Obviously. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this it's like is going to be the size. big moment. This is the time DreamWorks and Disney are going to eat each other and become one monopolizing the entire no. world. No. Anastasia will be a Disney princess, finally. Ooh, I'll take that, though. <laughs> I will take that. And life as we know it will cease to exist as our dream Disney overlords take over everything. You heard it here first. Breaking it's, news. It's the truth. It's the truth. Brooke, do you have any big predictions? Um, I'm kind of hoping that it's an A-team spinoff because I would really love some Gustav and Gothi merch. Gustav. Gustav. So yeah, also Spite Loat. I mean, anything is possible. We know nothing, so. Plus we could get a little Spite Loat, Spite Loat, oi, oi, oi. Exactly. I'm going to take a huge swing here. We're going to get a legend of Korra-esque jump into the future. We're going to get some pictured kids. We're going to get the next generation of Jorgensen's and Thorsten's and 
it's going to be like preteen dragon riders doing stuff with cameos from our favorite Vikings. Which is, it's going to work. That works out really well because, you know, who knows what will happen to the, the, the people we know now. It's just their kids. Like there's a whole mystery still available to explore in all the other films and TV series and short films and other related content like comic I books. just I just had a thought. What if it's those little, the little fish legs, nephews and nieces? <gasps> oh my gosh. Shrugs. Yes. <laughs> and it's just a spinoff of them. That would be amazing. I would totally be in for that. The shrug that fandom cool. starts here. I support this. And there's like fish legs cameos. Uh, sorry, I'm not a this. big fish legs person. <laughs> That's why I said cameo. He's not. He named a poor sweet dragon Meat Lug. I love Meat Lug, but like Homegirl deserves a better name. What would you name Meat Lug if, if you could pick a name? Meat Log. Good. I'm sorry. You're so creative. <laughs> no, I saw that somebody spell meat lug wrong, like a typo somewhere. It was either in a tag or in a fan fiction somewhere, and they said meat log and lug. <laughs> it just really makes me laugh. I don't know why. I'm immature. Anyway. You know, you know what I think. Uh you know what would be a good name? What? Sweet Anything but lug. Sweet lug. <laughs> Sweet lug. <laughs> I think. I think it's not just the meat that's bad. It's also the lug. Well, didn't didn't Fishlegs name Meat Lug when he thought she was a boy? True. And he didn't even change it. I mean, Meat Lug is a, like not a, a good boy star. name either. I mean, I'm like, male, right? I don't want to be called Meat Lug. I feel like Meat Lug is a gender neutral name and it's equal opportunity bad name. We really? should have a submission. <laughs> Tell us what you would name me, Lug. <laughs> I feel like Stormfly and Hookfang got the best names. Hiccup just can't name for crap, so Toothless just kind of is dealing with what he's got. Barf and Belch, uh, just not really my style. That's so the twins, though. So that one's That's true. Easy. It's true. It's very in character. But I don't really like the name Barf and Belch very much, just because it's hard to say. I keep calling them Barch and Belf. <laughs> <laughs> You have to see them together. It's just weird. Like the barf and belch. dragon barf. Barf and belch. Stormfly is a nice name, but it's honestly a little bit more basic than what I would have expected from Astrid. I mean, she I already really... has the most basic Viking name. So of course she'd name her dragon the most basic dragon name. Basic Astrid's as in so basic. not necessarily following the gross names to keep away the trolls, right? Yeah, but I mean, she is like a very stereotypical dragon name, like a dragon named Stormfly. Okay. She flies. Yeah. Cool. Windshear is um, a good name. That's what we I love was Windshear. just going to say. I love, that's my favorite dragon name is Windshear. Shattermaster is a weird name. Oh, yeah. I love Shattermaster. is like the opposite of Stormfly because Stormfly is like, oh, meh, dragon name. I get it. Shattermaster is like, what are you mastering? What are you shattering? Are you a dragon or are you something else? I have no idea. Can we talk about um, Skull Crusher though? Like that's <laughs> such a stoic name. That is a stoic name. Skull Crusher is always going to be peppy in my heart. <laughs> Skull 
crusher. He hit his head against a rock. Thornado, too. Thornado is the best name. Okay, like, hands down. Windshear's good and all, but Thornado, beautiful. I think we're forgetting, though, the absolute best name for any dragon. Smidvarg and the gang. Yeah. Of course. Smidvarg is above all. Smidvarg is like God tier. Like it's not even worth mentioning that Smidvarg is the best because it's obvious. Just in case anybody didn't didn't know. If, now they if, know. If you now were a know. dragon, if you were a dragon, would you be A, Smidvarg, or B, the entire gang? Discuss. B. The entire <laughs> gang. No question. The entire gang. No one person should have all that power. Smidvarg's too powerful. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think I think they should really have more of a uh you know a a system of of power that involves more than one dragon. Like at least there should be a couple dragons who lead the gang, right? I was going to say I said no one person should have all that power. Smidvarg isn't a person. Smidvarg is a being from another dimension who can do whatever he wants. Smidvarg can do whatever he wants. (laughs) But I can't be Smidvarg. I can't have that much power. Only Smidvarg can have that power. You you make a good point. I think if there's any dragon qualified to lead an entire gang, it's got to be Smidvarg. That's the plot hole that's going to be covered in the third movie. Toothless became the alpha dragon, but like, no. We all know Smidvarg. Um, Excuse me? So did they do anything? They just leave. They just leave him on the edge. I guess that's so so sad. I mean, they were there before, right? So that's their natural habitat. If Hiccup took them, I'd be more pissed. I'd be like, really, another ecosystem? You're gonna do this to us again? No. I feel like honestly, they were just renting their space on Smidvarg's island. Poor Smidvarg, though. He's there all alone with his gang. Was Smidvark in the gang in the final melee? That I need to go back and look Ooh, for. <laughs> that's important. Can you imagine? All right, we really got off topic, but <laughs> what was fine. our topic? I forget. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I still haven't told you uh, what I hope it is. Which tell us? I I tell hope it, up. It, it's going to be a, a grand old story of some mother son. Hiccup Valka bonding time when they go and rescue dragons because they're both into that, right? Valka is like the dragon rescuer. And then Hiccup's like, you know, he's all about rescue. He, he, you know, how to train your dragon to, or how to train your dragons started out with Hiccup, Hiccup rescuing his own dragon. So like, he's all about that rescuing and, and, and I think it would be perfect. I think they'd be perfect rescue riders. And, and I hope it's that. And I hope there's Smidvarg too, because Smidvarg can't just disappear without showing up again in another TV series. That's what I hope. Also, Hiccup's really into running away from his responsibilities. So oh, this yeah. Just give him another opportunity oh, yeah. to leave and go gallivant around. He loves to gallivant. So with Toothless yeah, and Valka and Smidvarg and the gang, I think it's going to be great. I'm ready for this. All right. We've got some big predictions here and we'll see what happens. But really, we've got little to go on right now. So we'll see what happens. All right. Any last big statements about anything we talked about today before we go? I don't want to start another tangent, so I'm good. (laughs) I think I'm good. 
Okay. I mean, this entire thing has just been one massive tangent, so. It's what we're good at. I mean, ish. Let's do I it. Think yeah. Just as, as chicken chicked in, we now need to check out. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this week. It was really fun to chat with you guys. And I'm glad we got to catch up on a couple things that we've been missing. I'm glad people now know what this is. Or do they? All right. On that note, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us to stream and download free on and on iTunes, you can find us at dragondropouts.com. Shoot us a message. Let us know what you want to hear about in next week's episode. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.